Hello, and welcome to the Gospel Everyday Podcast, following along with the Mariner's Church Annual Read. There is unlimited grace for us today, no matter what happens because of who Jesus is and what he has done. I'm Kate, and I will be your host. Today, for November 28th, we will be looking at Proverbs 24, 10 through 12. It says, If you falter in a time of trouble, how small is your strength? Rescue those being led away to death. Hold back to those staggering towards slaughter. If you say, but we never knew about this, does not he who weighs the heart perceive it? Does not he who guards your life know it? Will he not repay everyone according to what they have done? Okay, wow. So there, I think that there's a lot to unpack in this passage of scripture. And when I first read this, I felt like there was a lot of weight behind it as well. Because we're talking about the day of adver- adversity. We're talking about what it means when you see someone in need and what you not only do about it or potentially don't do about it. I actually took the time to read this passage, Proverbs 24, 10 through 12, in a couple of different versions just to see what else I could gather from what is trying to be communicated to us through this proverb and these specific verses. I came across the Passion Translation and I wanted to read that for you all today. This same proverb, Proverbs 24, Verses 10 through 12 in the Passion Translation says this If you faint under pressure, you have need of courage. Go and rescue the perishing, be their savior. Why would you stand back and watch them stagger to their death? And why would you say, But this is none of my business? The one who knows you completely and judges your every motive is also the keeper of souls and not just yours. He sees through your excuses and holds you responsible for failing to help those lives that are threatened. I don't think that I necessarily was wrong in reading this passage and thinking that it's a weighty passage for us as Christ followers and a convicting one. And in the conviction that only the Holy Spirit can bring to us as we read God's word and he shows us what our true call is to be as children of God and as followers of Jesus Christ. When I read this passage, I unpacked a couple of things through study, through prayer, through thought. And when it talks about our strength being small, I do think that has to do with our courage. And courage is both in the things that we do uh, and also in the things that we know we should do and do or don't do. I think oftentimes courage is most um, well displayed and at its finest when we take a step of doing something that is really hard. We know that that is courage. And around this passage of scripture, we see that God knows that we see those around us that suffering, that are suffering, excuse me, that there isn't an excuse for saying, well, we didn't know that there's suffering in the world. We didn't know that there was adversity. We didn't know that there were those that had less than us. We didn't know that people needed help in time of trouble. It's being clearly communicated to us that God 
God knows us and he sees us and he sees the opportunities that we have and the opportunities that we pass up to help his children to be an extension of Christ towards other people, whether they know God or they don't know God, that it is our responsibility to reach out and to help those in need. We think about the Great Samaritan, and that passage is often talked about in the church world and and through sermons and through Bible studies. And I think that this passage of scripture in Proverbs so parallels the Good Samaritan in the overarching, uh, what's overarching being communicated in that is don't pass by someone in need. Whether you think it's your quote unquote responsibility or not, if you see the need, there should be a response to the need. Uh, and, and just re- reminding us that God knows. God knows and he sees. And um, I think that that was just a really uh, great conviction for me as I've gone through this daily devotion today um, to know that although, too, there are people that have physical need. Um, around me. There are also so many people that we interact with throughout the day, whether it's in our neighborhood, at our workplace, at Starbucks, um, in line, you know, waiting for whatever the newest drink they've released, whatever it is, we are always around people who are in need. And when this passage of scripture talks about um, those being led to death, that doesn't just mean physical death, but it can also be spiritual death as well. And as followers of Jesus, don't we want everybody to experience life and life to the full that God has for them and that we are not only invited into the process of bringing life uh, to those that are on their way to death, but that we also are commanded to do so. And one thing that I think about is how many times have I seen a need and I have actually made the point to look away so I didn't have to deal with it. And that either means think about it and or act in it. And one person that has modeled um, what we're being called to in this, in this passage of scripture in Proverbs to not look the other direction is actually a good friend of mine. And I realized um, very quickly that as we were driving um, past at different intersections, past people uh, who were homeless without a home and and were asking for something that she would reach around behind her driver's seat and she would pull out not once or twice it happened, but I realized it was all the time, a care package, a Ziploc bag full of some essentials. And she keeps them stocked in her car so that when she sees, when she sees and actually knows that there is someone in need, that she is able to act in that moment. And I love that as a Christ follower, not only does she give something physically, but then Praise for them in the moment. And if the opportunity presents itself, she will ask if she can pray for that person as well. And having this modeled for me, again, was convicting, but it was also compelling that this is what Christ would do. This is what Christ had done. This is what Christ is inviting us into as followers of himself. And two, I have learned in my own faith that familiarity and comfort is actually the enemy of my faith. And I don't ever want to get familiar in just knowing that there is need around me. I don't ever want to get comfortable looking the other direction or seeing something and not having it impact my spirit 
to intercede and to do. There is so much need around us right in our backyard, in, in our nation, and in our world. And God's not saying, hey, you have to solve all of the problems and you have to make sure to meet the needs of every single person that you interact with or that you see. But what I believe the challenge for us as Christ followers in this is that when you do see, are you in a posture towards your relationship with the Lord that will then reflect uh, an appropriate posture towards others where you would know what to do? Do you see do you see God's love for you? Do you see his love for humanity? Do you let that flow through you so that you aren't able to see and look the other direction? It's hard. It's a challenge. We are not perfect. We never will be. But the conviction is, for me, how many times have I seen and looked away uh, and not done? But it's also the encouragement that comes out of this as we get the opportunity to be conduits of Jesus Christ's love and the Father's love for those around us, would we not embrace the opportunity to do what we could in that moment, to see and not unsee, to not turn the other way, but ask the Lord in daily relationship with him, would you give me your eyes? Would you give me your heart? And then Holy Spirit, would you give me what to do for someone that I encounter that might be in need? We don't have to do it out of our own strength. We do it through the strength of the Father. Would we be a people, a follower of Jesus that would want to do that for those around us? So if you don't mind, I would love to pray uh, just that, yeah, that God would just give us his eyes and his ears and his heart for those around us. And by the power of the Holy Spirit, the opportunity to do and to do what he's asked us to do in those moments. And so God, um, I do come before you and I say thank you. I say thank you so much um, for loving us. Thank you from the start of when we messed up that you were planning all along to send your son uh, for redemption and restoration and and for a way for us to experience you in in our daily moments of life and that your presence is so near. And so God, I ask that you would continue to give all of us courage to extend your love and your grace to those around us? Would, Holy Spirit, you give us um, the nudge and would you give us the courage to follow through with what you are asking us to do when we see and know that there is a need? And Father, would I just pray for those that uh, do have a need, um, Father, that you would just meet them in a supernatural way and that you would use us uh, and continue to invite us into helping bring shalom and peace and restoration to those around us. So we thank you and we praise you for who we are. And we thank you in advance for the ways that you are going to help us as your children meet, um, the needs of those around us in Jesus name. We pray. Amen. Thanks so much for allowing us to be a part of your day. Please be sure to subscribe and share. You can tune in tomorrow for fresh new content. And remember, no matter what happens, there is unlimited grace for us today because of who Jesus is and what he has done. For questions about service times and more, you can access all information about Mariner's Church by downloading the Mariner's app at your favorite app store, visiting the website at marinerschurch.org, or by finding us on Instagram, Instagram handle Mariner's Church. Till next time, have a great day.